my team lost today. They're remaking my favorite movie. Yeah, they're rebooting the TV show too. This nostalgia market is insane. Perhaps the limping economy, I guess? We must die so that the numbers can go up. I can't believe that's a thing someone said. Someone in power, dude. Like, who votes for that? The same people who platform Nazis. Oh, God, the Nazis. I know, man. Like, we didn't have enough to deal with. The entire world is literally on fire. People are sick and dying. Fascism on the rise? Democracy on the decline? God damn it, I hate it here. <sighs> I fucking hate it. All right, what's up, guys? My name is David. This is Joseph. Joseph, say hi. Hi. Yeah, I started doing it that way because you're always in a depressed-ass mood. The I really said the good news is this week you did have you just, a reason to be. This did you week, just shush me. <laughs> did you just like shush me? It's just every week, dude. It's like I'm David, and then you're like, nah. I already like, told first, you. You were like, hi, and then you're like, I'm Joseph. I'm Joseph. I'm Joseph. I've aged then, into personality. <laughs> January 11 episodes in. We're, so we're gonna get to like episode 500. It's just gonna be a door in the distance closing. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be yeah. No, I already told you, dude. Like yeah. this is my weekly therapy. Yeah. So same. I I I approach it as if I would be going into a therapist's office. Right. So that's fair. I, I'm not a therapist, though. So I'd be bad at that. Yeah. Give or take here and there. <laughs> You're like, what but why I do? do I have? I don't know, man. Word, word's ending. Do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we got a six hundred dollars stimulus bill signed, and you should be getting checks. Psych. We got to wait to approve two thousand. Oh, damn! My celebration was premature. It really was. I, I mean, look, dude. I, okay. For for the record, right. We have, we have a wager on this. Okay, I okay. guess. Let I me, guess. Hold on, hold on. Before we wait, go, wait. let me let everybody know what the wager is. All right. Okay. All right. So the wager is that uh, Joseph believes that McConnell would never fall on the sword. So the wager is, if the bill for two K has to be the bill for two K, can't be the bill for just six hundred. Has to be two K. Mm-hmm. Could be greater. Passes mm-hmm. by January fifth, which is Election Day, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Then I have to give Joseph $30, but I'm a cynical mm-hmm. son of a bitch and I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to pass. So if it doesn't pass by January 5th and buddy, let me tell you 1159 on the fourth, I'm like, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> okay. Then Joseph gives me $30. So, right. so I that's figure, the wager. just full disclosure. That's the wager. Go ahead. I, I figure since Nancy Pelosi is playing politics and gambling with our lives. What's a friendly wager between two? <laughs> right. Wait, what is it? 30 bucks for us two, three trillion for her. Yeah. So, you know, what's the difference? What's, what's the, the difference, difference, dude? What's the difference? What, I mean, you know, it's basically the same disparity between an average worker salary and CEO pay. So I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Essentially, essentially, it's essentially the difference between what happened to our healthcare right. and how healthcare billionaires, which I didn't know was a category, but apparently oh, it's God, just people who run who run healthcare businesses beat like made one hundred and fifty billion dollars during the pandemic, while the rest of us just like lost all of our healthcare. Yeah, we so, got we got screwed. So, what's a friendly wager of thirty dollars here or there? Well. Let's talk let's talk about it this way. All right. So they're gonna pass they passed a six hundred dollar measure. Trump signed it. They're mm-hmm. they're voting to increase to two thousand. If they vote to increase to two thousand, it doesn't need to be re signed, right? It is what it is. We get the two thousand. Okay. Here's here's the thing. Okay, first of all, Pelosi she went out of her way to try to use political capital. In a way that toyed with our lives. Like, she insisted on the fucking full, um, the the full vote or whatever, right? She couldn't get it. She never did a roll call vote. Then she did the two-thirds vote. Basically, what she wanted was for Republicans to go on record as opposing it. 
so that come 2022, she can be like, look at all these motherfuckers who oppose the bill. Why would you vote for them? That's what she did. So, like, I just want to make something clear here because I'm getting a lot of people who are like, Pelosi, Pelosi fucking did it. And I'm sitting here like, look, bro, you know who did it? Working class people did it. Working class people called their senators and were like, bitch, give me money. You know what I mean? People who were angry about the bill did it. All right. Pelosi didn't want you to have that money. She wanted Republicans to vote no. Like, so don't think that she got her way on this one. She really didn't. She 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 got a symbolic vote. At best, a symbolic vote. Right. Right. Especially and when a bunch of House Republicans can vote yes on that as much as they want. It's going to die in the fucking Senate. Right. Yeah, yeah it's going to die. It's, it's essentially dead on arrival in the Senate. Right. Mitch McConnell is never going to vote on it. Apparently, Bernie plans on raising all hell. Um, and by the... By the time this is, you know, this is published, we'll figure out what he does. But it, it seems like Bernie is going to go on another fucking type of. What is it called? Rant? No, uh, no. when they're, when he takes the floor. Yeah. Until until there's a vote on the two thousand dollars. He's like, I, My, will object. I, I don't understand. Is isn't the two thousand dollars what. Democrats and more particularly more the left, wasn't that what they were advocating before all of this happened? Yeah. Before Nancy Pelosi conceded again. And yeah. and it was like that, you know, we were having this conversation where I don't know whose tweet you were reading, but you, you essentially said Democrats were much more willing to accept two thousand dollars from Donald Trump than they were to accept the two thousand dollar proposal from from Bernie and, and AOC. Right. Right. And, and it just, I mean, I obviously, and it wasn't $2,000. It wasn't just Bernie and AOC. It was Kamala Harris too. Like vice president elect Kamala Harris. Uh, I, I, I mean, so, I feel like, I feel like that's a little, that's just a symbolic, right. For right. Kamala Harris, then it is for Republicans to be on record to vote for it. So, I, I mean, we've heard. For the last, I don't know what it is, like 18 months that Joe Biden's the most progressive Democrat in the in the history of the Democratic Party. Yeah. Right. But, but he's not going to do student tuition on the first day and he's not going to rescind immigration policies, uh, Trump immigration policies on the first day like he like he said he would. Well, I and, don't know if you heard, sir, but he supports the two thousand dollar checks. Oh now. yeah, I'm sure. Now, I'm, I'm after sure. advocating I'm, to lower the twelve hundred a half, after after <laughs> that was fucking Joe Biden, dude. Like that New York Times article that was like Joe Biden threw the weight behind the six hundred dollars. Yeah, so after, and that's after why. Advocating. Yeah, and that's why that's why that's why we got the six hundred dollars stimmy instead of the twelve instead of the twelve or even the two two thousand dollars stimulus. So I I don't. I don't understand where liberal Twitter gets off on saying that Nancy Pelosi checked make Trump uh, or checked make or check make McConnell rather. Yeah. Um, I, I, that's you have to assume, first of all, that McConnell gives a shit. Yeah. Right. And he doesn't. He doesn't care. Right. Like he he wants us peasants back to work. What are you talking about? And second of all, you have to, you have to assume that there's gonna Mitch McConnell just won an election. You think he cares about what vote he's gonna place now? Fuck no. He won Please. an election when like it was adamantly clear that everybody fucking hates him. <laughs> like he won he won an election when like people were legit like get the fuck out of office, like protesting his events. I mean, if there was anybody who definitely should have been, you know, let me rephrase that. I was going to say if there's anybody who should have been the weaker candidate. Let me rephrase that. If there's anybody who solidified just how strong their uh, their incumbency is, it, it's fucking Mitch McConnell, dude. Like, by all circumstances, that dude should have lost, and he yeah. won. Handedly, okay. Handedly, hand like comfortable. Amy McGrath, and I can't imagine why. Comfortable. That dude cruised to re-election, dude. Like he didn't. Like it was. Like, I wonder no if he was worried. Do you think he was worried on election night, or you think he was sitting there like, 
honey, the election's on. And then he's like, fuck that. Put on some Game of Thrones, baby. We got this one in the bag. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> like, I just don't imagine Mitch McConnell being concerned about Amy McGrath in any kind of real way. Like, the only, the, the you know, well, not the only, but the other, well, that's a whole other conversation. But whether or not Mitch McConnell brings us to a vote, he's, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to Mitch McConnell, dude. Like, like the only we've talked about it before and you know for the record we were right the only reason why republicans even backed the stimmy check was because was because they need the messaging down in georgia right that's the literally the only reason why they need this 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 to pass the $600 to pass just to shut everybody up say oh we gave them money and then to move on with their lives there's no way there's no way yeah and Mitch McConnell I mean the dude's the dude's in like a prime position, man. There's no there's no defeating Mitch, dude. You know what I mean? Mitch McConnell, he's not gonna go anywhere. He's not gonna go anywhere. I mean, I I feel like he's gonna retire after this because he's he's getting up there. He's getting up there in the age. He's literally starting to look like a turtle. You know what I mean? Like at first it was like a joke, but now when I see him, I'm like he he's gonna snap at somebody. Oh he's God. gonna chomp a finger. Oh my he's God. gonna chomp a finger off, dude. He looks like it, you know. It's probably gonna be Bernie too. Bernie's gonna be like, "I'm gonna fill a buster," and Mitch just comes in like, <laughs> starts snapping at him with his neck, his fucking creepy neck. But, <laughs> but, but, um, but McConnell. I mean, he's not. He doesn't. He doesn't give a shit, dude. You know. And this is why I'm telling you. Like, I don't think McConnell gives a shit about anything. You know what I mean? All he wants is his power, and he's going to get it. And it's not like there's Democrats. The There are Democrats who will, like, okay, so in the Senate, there are Republicans. But this past year has shown us that Republicans will vote for Republican shit, even if they don't necessarily agree with it. You know, like, you remember, like, Ben Sass and Mitt Romney and shit, they would come out, Lisa Murkowski and Senator Collins, Collins. would come out, and they would be like, oh... That Trump, he's the dastardly Trump. He's up to no good. That one, and hey, if he see, if he doesn't issue an immediate redaction, I'm I'm voting no. You know what hey, I mean? And they never hey, did. Susan Collins, Susan Collins, how how disappointed are you today? I'm terribly Sorry. disappointed in the, Go the ahead. way the president Go ahead. has acted, but I'm sure that he's going to learn his lesson. I definitely think that he'll learn his lesson and change. He's he's going to turn around. He's going to turn it around. And and so anyway, so you. You know, you have these people who are like adamantly like, oh, oh, fucking Trump, man, you know, but then they voted with him anyway. Right. Right. Absolutely. And the thing Absolutely. is, is that the Democrats don't have that kind of loyalty, man. Democrats have people who are like, I'm not going to vote for that fucking bill. You know what I mean? And they just won't do it. So I don't think Mitch McConnell's worried, even if the Democrats take the Senate. I think Mitch McConnell's like, oh, man, I got Joe Manchin, you know, Susan I'll be all right. Huh? Um... I got Joe Manchin. I can... <laughs> You know, if I if, <laughs> if I if I dress up with like a, a Democrat sticker, I might be able to trick Feinstein into voting for it. Wow! Yeah, you know you know I mean? I'm gonna say it, dude, because you know what? I'm tired of that lady. Okay. Yeah. No. She, yeah, dude. But it's just, I, 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 I mean, I have thirty dollars on the line. I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna lose thirty dollars. I'm well aware that I'm about to lose thirty bucks. It's gonna be delicious. On top of the twenty dollar. On top of the twenty dollars that I lost in fantasy football, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's just. You were doing so good, dude. There goes fifty bucks in my stimmy check. Like, what am I? Like, what am I doing here? Is you were this, like, am I, am you I were like seven and one, dude. You were seven and one. You were owning everybody, and then it just it spiraled out of control. Hey, am I stimulating the economy by uh, losing bets? I'm gonna buy food with it, so probably, and it is from a local place. I'm going to buy some wings. Uh, but, you know, it's just unfortunate that that what became political out of the stimulus, out of the bill, um, you know, wasn't just the $600. It was the unemployment. It was all the other stuff. The federal funding for vaccines, which we've been talking about for like a month already. Right. Like the, the state and local aid that that is going to help distribute vaccines. Right. Which which we have done an absolute fucking shit show with getting people vaccinated well, right like it's it's been i saw a tweet that was something that 
the Trump administration had promised there would be something like 20 to 30 million people. And we only have two to three million people vaccinated. The first dose. It's not going to end for a while. I got my sister is a teacher here. And uh, they're they're sending people back to school. So she's she's thinking she might actually have to go back to class. Mm-hmm. You know, coming up here soon. And uh, I mean, in in retrospect, the reason that the COVID numbers have been dropping in this city is probably because there's there's just nobody left to infect. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I um. But. But yeah, I I mean people haven't been vaccinated, people need vaccinations, people need all kinds of all kinds of financial help as well, medical help. And they're not they're not getting it and I think the best we're getting from Joe Biden is like <laughs> tweets that talk about healing. What do those mean? I don't know. It's it's really annoying to me, honestly. It's annoying to me because we're all we're all grown-ups, you know? This is proof that Joe Biden wasn't wasn't built for the moment, dude. All right, because like we should have left that dude behind because, like it, we're all we're all grownups, and so we're past that kind of political bullshit. You know what I mean? Like we're the kind of people, our generation, millennials, and the generation that follows us, the Generation Z, we're the kind of people who are like if somebody comes up to us and we're like we're gonna create jobs, we're like how how are you gonna create jobs? We don't just clap anymore, you know, mm-hmm. and Joe Biden's part of that old school kind of shit. And, and, and I mean, there's a reason that it doesn't click with us. And it's because he says shit like he'll go on Twitter and be like, it's time as a nation to move past our division and heal our wounds for a better tomorrow. And we're like, what the fuck does that mean, dude? We're starving. Is there food? Is there a food thing in that? What the fuck does that mean? You it, know what I mean? Nobody cares about yeah. it, dude. Like he, he's just he's so. He's so outdated and it's frustrating as a citizen because I'm sitting here wondering like, Hey man, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Can you please help us here? What the fuck does any of this mean? Right. Because I I was actually having a conversation with a colleague the other day where we were talking about like, you know, he's an international student, so he's not from the U S he's, he's from um, Japan. So he, he was asking questions about like, you know, how how this country is driven by big beer big i wait beer and not beer big um uh words like socialism and communism and you know this this messaging of the right if you will where people just say shit right like people right. just say shit they 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 just say like a like radical liberal what what was kelly Loeffler calling warnock radical liberal uh uh, uh, uh. Yeah, it was a whatever, whatever she was calling him, right? right? It, it, but my point is, is that like Joe Biden is is the opposite of that, right? Where he says the words that he thinks still mean things, where it doesn't matter, and they're just empty. It's just it's just empty placating to like nobody that he thinks to to nobody, while he thinks that they those words mean things, you know, and and. He was Joe Biden was at a press conference today talking about how, you know, the Trump administration is is sort of blocking or or putting up walls to the transition. And instead of saying things like, hey, that's that's actually sedition. That's actually something that that's illegal to be doing. He just says shit like that's wrong and we should be allowed have to have access to all the information dude have you not been paying attention for the last four years my guy like you really think it's you really think trump gives a shit about laws like like come on man like it's just empty things that don't mean a thing Empty words that don't mean a thing to anybody other than Joe Biden and, like, some imaginary fucking rational, quote-unquote, centrist that's out there, dude. It just doesn't who, make sense. Who, like, who's who's running his fucking campaign? How old is the guy running his campaign? Because I feel like that guy's like, you know what, America needs? America needs a message unity, Joe. We need you to get out there and put this out on the, on the Twitter. You know, because I can't imagine anybody younger than like thirty-five. It was Jen O'Malley. Jen O'Malley. She was the one. She was the one running it, and she was the one. I I think 
Gucci also ran his 2016 campaign. I am not sure what General Melly did. I, I'm probably wrong. Don't quote me on that. But General Melly is the one who, who was running. Uh, she was his campaign manager. And she I think she's going to be the White House chief of staff. She's going to have some kind of prominent role in the White House. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember when when I, would, I listened to some random podcast that I had found that they, that Jen O'Malley did an interview, uh, and it was right before <laughs> it was right before Beto O'Rourke's Vanity Fair issue to announce that he was running for president. Remember that? Oh, that was cute. That was so. The reason I bring up, uh. Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris is because as as Joe Biden's, you know, uh running mate or whatever and, and the supporter of the two thousand bill, two thousand uh you know, stimulus, is because it isn't like the idea is so far fetched that it's completely detached from Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. It isn't like it's somebody who's like far and away, you know, un inaccessible inaccessible to Joe Biden. Like it's it's a bill that like that she support she's his vice president. Right. She supported it. It's not something that should be thought of as this like radical whatever. She is now in the second highest office of the land. Mm-hmm. And she had a hand in helping it helping make it a two thousand dollar bill. So I don't understand why it's still treated like it's something that's like so far fetched and so radical that it can't be achieved or that only the radical, like the far left wants. When Kamala Harris, the vice president elect, supported the damn bill. Right. The the one thing I keep the one thing I say this every episode and I should really stop saying it is the one thing that I think about is <laughs> stop stop listening to the episodes, man. Just <laughs> is is I I I think you know what are the consequences of the American people realizing they're getting the short end of the stick here when you have the rare occasion, the very very rare occasion of Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders and House Democrats on the same page when they re- when the American people realize that the American government isn't doing what it needs to do to take care of its people right like $2000 isn't shit dude it's nothing it's absolutely fucking nothing okay especially just once right absolutely nothing but what what are the 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 consequences right if there are any it's just you know if there are any to the idea that people are like well wait a minute you mean to tell me they could have been doing this this whole time and they right. just didn't and they just didn't and here is even if you're a trumpster right like even if you support trump and you he comes out and he says this is this needs to be at least $2000 right like that's a big thing to to think about if you're somebody who who you know realizes that the American government is 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 doing an absolute shit show job of taking care of people, right? And so what are the consequences if 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 by chance, right? Just by happenstance, somebody from this country reads a reads a newspaper article from another country and realizes that there are countries out there in the world who have been giving their citizens $2000 a month right and, and and you're telling me we can't do it like there has to be some kind of fallout from that right like you would think that that's a very that's the impetus for for potentially a lot of things right i mean there was a, I'm trying to look for it right now and I can't, I can't find it. Let me just, uh, give me a moment here. Me, see? There's, Hassan had tweeted today and, um, he had said every Republican argument against 2K and direct payments can be reduced to the slaves mustn't know they can get more out of us. They will rebel in the future if you allow them to believe they deserve more. Now get back to work. And I think that's accurate. I think yeah, he's right. I think the whole thing is that, you know, like you said, I mean they they can't they can't let it be known that this is possible. You know? Cuz the, the American people are going to want to know 
like or should want to know right like should, we have yeah. to talk we have to talk in hypotheticals here yeah because americans are pretty complacent where they are they shouldn't be but they fucking are and they shouldn't be but there has to be this idea right like somewhere along the lines there has to be the this sort of like moment where we realize the impact of 2020 and the pandemic and what life could be like what life could have been like before it and what life could be like after it like mm-hmm. what what the possibilities are because i mean you're 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 talking to me and we're talking about you know we're talking about giving Americans $2,000 and they're telling us, or, you know, 600 bucks is going to cost 189 billion. You know what I mean? And then, so you look at 189 billion and at the current tax rate, if we cut the military budget in half and pulled funds from giving money to other countries from foreign aid and stuff, we could afford to send everybody $600 every three months. At least. Right? So yeah. then it becomes a question of how how much better could our life be if our taxes were run better? How much money do we have exactly? Especially when you have a dude at the bank who basically admitted that all they do is just up the zeros. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they just make money. Money doesn't mean anything. Like we, I, I mean, we've, we've talked about this for years. I mean, and I mean fucking years. Like since Occupy, since before Occupy, I mean, money hasn't meant shit. Mm-hmm. It hasn't meant anything. It's fiat currency. It's literally pulled from thin air. Mm-hmm. You can give people as much of it as you want. What What are they going to do exactly? At what point do we have to pay back our debt to ourselves? I don't know. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense. It, it's never made sense. And the thing is, is that the only reason that people believe it should make sense is because, or the only reason that people try to make sense of it is because they want to believe that they're doing something important. But moreover, they want to believe that, you know, that the country couldn't, that the country couldn't operate on that sort of basis because if it could, then that means that they could never get rich. I'm, yeah, yeah. I, the idea, right? The the power. Uh, the this turned philosophical real fast. The power of the no, right? The power of like everybody's a frustrated millionaire, right? right. Like that's that's the dream is that everybody doesn't want a free handout because then it'll it'll impede on their ability to one day be a millionaire if everybody, you know, right. It, it, and it's it it. it really does say something to you know to the fact that like if you if it is revealed right yeah if if it is revealed that that the american government could do something instead of doing nothing right, right. like <laughs> i keep thinking about uninsurance uh, not on insurance, unemployment insurance, unemployment benefits right. that expired on Saturday, this right. past Saturday, right? And, and now, instead of people receiving the $300 that they were surviving on a week, they are going to get absolutely nothing this week. Right. And so you take out $300 out of a possible $1,200 a month that people were receiving. Now you're expecting people to have $900. And and then there's a debate on the cap and on Capitol Hill between $600 and $2,000. And you're telling me, even after you let my, ins- my unemployment expire, you still only want to give me $600 when there's $2,000 on the table? Right. And, and the, 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 the moral of this point is... At what point is not giving us $2,000 a gatekeeping tool to this idea of, well, the, the federal government should be able to help its people versus like, you know, Mitch McConnell and fucking Marco Rubio, who well, Marco Rubio said he was behind it. But like these Ted Cruz who are like, well, if we give people too much money, they're never going to work again. Right. Dude, stop. Yeah. Please, like, like the GOP for as long as I can fucking remember, as long as I've been paying attention to politics, 
has been on this fucking hill for, you know, for forever. And it's just like, they do it with healthcare. They do it with access to 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 anything, unemployment, right? That the people aren't going to go work. Food stamps. And, yeah, and it somehow it somehow has. That's the only thing that's trickled down from trickle down economics. That is literally that ideology of like these people people have to work is the only thing that's trickled down. Yeah, and and, and it's. I mean, it's obviously a fucking flawed ideology because there there are dozens. I mean, dozens of studies that disprove it. Mm-hmm. You know, there are other countries that have been giving people UBI and their their work rate's gone up, their productivity's gone up. You know, you give them more days off, their productivity goes up even more. You mm-hmm. know, their happiness goes up. People aren't inherently lazy. You know what I mean? They're not people who just want to sit around all goddamn day and accept whatever the government's giving them. And don't get me wrong, there are some people who would be absolutely content doing that. You right. know what I mean? But for the most part, people want to go to work. You know, they want to, I mean, look at the if, the, if anything, the pandemic's taught us that. It's taught us that there are people who are like, fuck man, I miss going to work. I miss like hanging out with my colleagues. I miss doing shit. I miss, you know, fucking around with my hands. I miss cooking. I miss cleaning. I'm, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a, it's a, it's a broken ideology from like a long lost era and it shouldn't exist anymore. And it doesn't exist in other places. Dude, I, I hate to say it, but <clears throat> America is so America is so regressive. It's such a regressive society, dude. Mm-hmm. It's such a regressive society. And I'm not saying that it's the only society that treats labor in that format or in that way. But what I am saying is that it's the only society that refuses to entertain another idea. Right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's the only society where you can't even talk about it. Right. It's so taboo. You can't talk about it. And it bugs me because you know what's taboo to me, dude, honestly? How the fuck did this motherfucker make 60, 70 billion dollars in five months? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why is that not disgusting? Right. Absolutely. Where you have 17 million children in this country who are now going hungry. Okay. Right. That was a report from, I think it was NBC or ABC, one of those. Right. Because of, well, mostly because of the pandemic, since the pandemic. Right. Like, how do you, how do you as a country, as a person in this fucking country, see Jeff Bezos get that much richer while knowing that like there are that many fucking kids and that's just one example of course right who are struggling like right. how how do you dude it's the how... richest country in the world and there are children who starve there are people who freeze to death on our streets every fucking winter there's people who freeze to death in their homes because they don't have fucking heat they can't afford bills it's the richest country in the fucking world and we have people, our, our greatest insurer is a fucking charity website. Right. It's the it's richest go... country in the world, dude. Mm-hmm. In history. And, right. And GoFundMe. And GoFundMe is our largest insurer. The richest country in the world, dude. The richest country in human history. And we've had countries that have literally conquered the fucking West. I mean, Rome conquered the Western world, right? The fucking, the Romans conquered the world. The Greeks conquered most of fucking the world, the known world at the time. England's conquered most of the world at the time. You know, you got people running rampant, stealing shit from other nations, dude, increasing their wealth for centuries before America was even thought of. Mm -hmm. And we're still the richest country in human history. And people freeze to death and starve to death. And go broke trying to fucking get healthcare and die rationing insulin. Rationing fucking insulin mm-hmm. in a first world country? That is some shit you only hear about. That is some shit that you would you would think that there was a fucking warlord going around robbing pharmacies and preventing mm-hmm. people from getting access to insulin. Because how mm-hmm. the fuck else can, how do you ration insulin? In the richest country in the fucking world, it only costs $3 a fucking vial to make. Right. It's the richest country in the fucking world, dude. And we have these problems. And we should. It's embarrassing. And it's worse than embarrassing. It's disgusting. 
You know it what is, I mean? It's genuinely fucking disgusting. Th- this country reminds me of the 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 most apt metaphor that I can think about, right? Or analogy that I can think about is is like when you watch bodybuilders, right? Those 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 competitors who spend years perfecting their bodies, perfecting their muscles, perfecting all these this, the way that it looks physically, right? And they spend years training with what what they eat, how they eat, where they eat, what time they eat, right? And and when they get on stage to compete in any bodybuilding competition, they are physically the weakest they've ever been throughout their entire entire training cycle. Right. Right. They they look very strong, but they are they are because they've been diluted of food, they've been diluted of water. Right. They they can only you know and and they look a certain way, but they are physically the weakest they've been in an entire training cycle. That's what this country reminds me of, right? It's where analogy, yeah. We spend so much time and money as as a country, right? Just doing things that 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 you 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 can make an argument that we shouldn't be doing. Right. And and you could say that, that, that there are better ways to spend our money. Right. And then it gets more depressing because then you realize that for the next six years. For the next six fucking years, taxes are going to go up on people who make seventy five thousand dollars more right. because of the Trump taxes for two, every two years. And and there's just no end in sight in terms of when can we have this conversation? Right. Because by the time we get to having the conversation, oh fuck, we gotta wait six more years for the Trump tracks to Trump Trump tax cuts to 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 end, yeah. right? And, and, and six years, dude, can you imagine where we're gonna be in six no. years if we are here now? How the fuck do you have two parties and neither one gives a fuck about the poor? Yeah, really. You know what I mean? They're just fighting over over who can who can look better about being rich. You know what I mean? And I mean, growing up here, dude, it, it is is really weird. You know, growing up where we grew up is really weird because I I've seen like both worlds. I've seen people who genuinely need help and were struggling and couldn't get it. You know, ourselves included. And I've seen people who have taken advantage of the system. And if there's one thing that I can tell you, it's I still feel sympathy for the people who need help, even though I know there's people taking advantage of the system, because I know the people who need help far outnumber those who are taking advantage of the system. Mm -hmm. And I'm willing to let those people slide if it means that those people who need help can get help. Right. Absolutely. You know, and it's it's just it's one of those things where you sort of. You. You know, we, we 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 talk a lot about America and how, you know, it's it's money and all that shit. But you know what we don't mention way is that this place feels like a third world country. Yeah. It genuinely feels like it. And what I mean by that is it, if you were to go up to somebody and tell them that you lived in a country where very few people had most of the money. And the majority of the populace was toiling underneath these people, producing labor to make them richer while being paid minimal wages. And you were to tell them that people in your country were starving or rationing insulin or had had a lack of health care. It, it feels like you're describing. It doesn't feel like you're describing America. It, it genuinely doesn't. If if you're not from here, if if you only believe the hype about about America, it doesn't feel like you're describing it. You know what I mean? But you are. It feels mm-hmm. like a. It feels like you're describing a third world nation, mm-hmm. where these warlords, and that's basically what they are, dude. Because look at look at the rich, dude. I mean, you got people like Mercer, right, and Coke. And they're out there funding these GOP guys. They're out there funding white supremacists all the world over. We're just supposed to pretend like they're not. And mm-hmm. you've got the police backing these white supremacists up. And you've mm-hmm. got police beating down people who oppose any sort of in you know, any sort of injustice. And it's it's weird to see because 
the Black Lives Matter protests this past year were were pretty violent, you know what I mean? But I still don't think I've ever seen such casual violence than I did at the Occupy protest. And I think the reason for that was because we came for their money. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. What I mean by that is like, when you see the, you know, you saw the these BLM protests, they were arresting people on bikes, they were setting people up. But if you remember Occupy, there were people who were literally sitting down and people were just walking up and tear gassing them. Mm-hmm. There were people who were just getting beaten for no reason. They were they were getting beaten up in the middle of the night while they were sleeping. You know what I mean? They were performing raids. And it, it I'm not saying that the BLM wasn't as bad or that Occupy was worse. I'm not trying to have an oppression Olympics. The point I'm trying to make is that anytime the working class rises up, these people come to stomp you out. And it isn't mm-hmm. just because you're facing off against the police. You know what I mean? It isn't just because you have a problem with police injustice. It's when you go for their money too. Mm-hmm. And it's proof that the police aren't here. That's their army, dude. They're warlords and that's their fucking army. Mm-hmm. And their army comes and beats you down. And mm-hmm. Occupy was proof of that because they, they can make an argument. Oh, you know what? We're, you know, we're against you guys because you guys are protesting us because of, you know, George Floyd or whatever, Breonna Taylor, whatever, you know, they can say whatever they want, but that's not the case. You know what I mean? Because when we didn't come for them, when we came for other people's money, they were there in our way too. And they beat us down for it too. And it's a third world country, dude. It's a third world fucking country. And the police are their army. And those rich people are the fucking warlords. And we have two opposing parties. And the only opposition between them is how far along they're willing to let somebody else get rich at our expense. If, if that, right? Like, if that, yeah. If that, like, it's more of how far along, uh, to what extent can we, can we prolong the process of getting, of using them to get richer? Because, you know, like, we, we don't even get paid minimum wage anymore, right? Like, we don't even get paid minimum wage. You do Uber or, or you do, like, yeah. DoorDash, it's, you're not getting paid minimum wage. You're it's fucking contract being, work. You're being graced by a fucking tip. You know, like if that, you know, and so and and in this particular time with the pandemic where there are so many people who are in such desperate need where not even DoorDash is hiring. Right. Right. It's it's just it's disgusting to think of of. To what extent, again, I ask, to what extent is 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 this. Can can we survive this? Like they've yeah. literally they've literally left us to die. That becomes okay. that there that's no longer an exaggeration. It's not an exaggeration. They left us to die. They've they've the best they've done is bestow you with their blessing in the hopes that you won't catch a fucking pen a disease from a pandemic. Okay, they've basically essentially said good luck. We'll see you if we see you and fuck off. You're not getting anything for it, right? And and how is that sustainable? The question you asked, I think, is the most important question that any member in this country, any member of the working class, any member of the middle class, anybody, anybody who's ever had to work for someone else in their lifetime can ever ask themselves is how long can we survive like this? Mm-hmm. And that's a real important question that you asked, dude. And I hope people start to ask it because that's when things start to change. You know what I mean? That's when you realize, like, it's your life. It's your fucking life, dude. You know, mm-hmm. those Pfizer vaccines are sitting in a fucking box somewhere. Trump never ordered them. You know what I mean? Joe Biden wanted $600 yeah. checks. Now he says he supports 2K. That's fucking bullshit. You know it's bullshit. I know it's bullshit. Right. These people are toying with your lives. They're toying with people who are homeless in a fucking, in the richest country in the world during a pandemic. This kind of shit should not happen. In the winter. In the winter. This kind of shit should not happen. If this happened in the 1700s, these fuckers would all be tarred and feathered. mm -hmm. This kind of shit could not possibly happen in a more barbaric age. And I'm telling you right now, man, that right there is the most important question that the working class can ask themselves, how long can we survive like this? And I hope, and I, I hope that they begin asking it real soon. 
Because, you know, everybody's talking about, you know, we're like four days away from the new year. And there's this there's this understandable sort of optimism about leaving 2020 behind. And I get it. Right. I, yeah. I think it's on many levels wanting to leave 2020 behind is just completely understandable. But what I think sometimes gets lost in that conversation is just how shitty 2021 is going to be. Right. And and, you know, when it comes to sort of thinking about things, getting back to normal, that's I'm sorry that, that we're at best at best at this rate, you're thinking a year, literally next Christmas, dude, like this, nothing, nothing from here until four days, five days from now, does anything change? Right. Like, and, and that's really shitty to think about. And Dr. Fauci said it himself where he's where he he projects next fall things right. will be get will be getting back to normal. And that's not just me pulling shit out of my ass. Like that's those are Dr. Fauci's words. Yeah. So if. If you're sitting there and you're watching these these politicians bicker and fight and play with a measly $1,400, okay, that's the difference that, 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 like, they are making this grand spectacle out of, is $1,400, okay? They're going to give you 600 but they're playing around with the idea of $1,400. And it's not every month, it's not even weekly, it's a one-time payment. And I don't know what $2,000, I mean, $2,000 would help me a lot, okay? I'm going to take that money. Because fuck you, pay me. But it's right. also just like it does. It doesn't look like 2021 is gonna be any better. And it for sure as hell doesn't seem like Joe Biden's gonna do anything significant to make our lives any better. So right. then what? So then what? Well, I think back to normal is a myth. Okay, I think a better way to phrase it is back to routine. All right, because you want to get back into your routine. You want to get back into living the life that you were living. You want to get back into doing the things that you were doing. But going back to normal, it's just not feasible. It wasn't survivable. There are 300,000 dead people who could attest to that. Mm-hmm. Normal is not fucking survivable. Mm-hmm. We can't do that anymore. Because if this shit happens again, we're fucked again. Mm-hmm. It's not survivable. So I don't want to say back to normal. I want to say back to routine. And the question that I want to know, or the answer, the question that I want the answer to is, what are we going to do if Joe Biden doesn't deliver? You and me know what needs to be done. You know what I mean? You and I have always had this shared enthusiasm for this idea of a better world. But we also know that it's it's impossible if there aren't anybody willing to stand with you. It's just the truth. You know what I mean? Everyone who's ever stood up against the injustices that this country has perpetuated is somebody that we have to hear about years later being, and I mean hundreds of years, like literally centuries later, being forgiven. You know what I mean? Having their having their their name cleared. You know, look at John Brown, dude. John Brown fought to end slavery. John Brown fought to end slavery. And he's still considered a fucking traitor. Mm -hmm. And he fought to end slavery, something that we already did. Something that we signed a whole fucking bill about. We went to war about it. And still, years after that shit has happened, he's still considered a traitor. And it isn't that he's a traitor because he did the right thing. It's that he's a traitor because he dared to point out that that the, the state was doing the wrong thing. He dared to challenge them. And so I think like you had asked earlier, I think that's the most important question. I think people need to realize that back to normal isn't survivable. And I think they need to ask themselves how much of living like this is. And if we can all conclusively come to the same answer, maybe we can try and push a change. But I don't know where it's going to go, dude. You know, 2021 is going to be ugly. And anybody it's pretending otherwise is, is, is they're just, they're not being realistic. They're misguided. We've, it's we've, a... we've said it for a long time. This isn't going to end well. This Trump thing isn't going to end well. This shit never ends well. It never ends well. 
And we're going to have to see where it goes. Yeah, because, and this will be the last thing that I say, because like, you know, regardless on what happens on January 6th with these electors, we didn't even talk about Louis Gohmert's lawsuit against Mike Pence. Okay, we didn't even we we didn't even talk about the fact that that Trump is in Florida. Pence is like who knows where the hell Pence is. He's like out of town, and, and Steve Mnuchin's in in Mexico. We didn't even talk about the Christmas Day bomber. That's not a terrorist attack. Oh my God. Okay, I cannot believe it. Or, or anything. Okay, we didn't even talk about that. But it's just, I don't. And obviously, I think a lot of that gets lost in the noise to the fact that, like, you know, they're toying with $1,400 on our names. And and it's just, I don't suspect not to be overly pessimistic, which is my nature, okay? That's, right. that's who I am. I'm overly pessimistic. And I just don't suspect that Joe Biden and Joe Biden's administration and the Democratic Party is going to be able to do anything to make 20, 2021 livable, regardless if they win the Senate or not, okay? To make 2021 livable, or more importantly, to stop the onslaught that's going to be 2022. Yeah. That's a whole... Historically, historically it's always been centrists quote unquote centrists who have allowed things like fascism to happen. Of course. So what are you going to do? And I guess this is just a question for you and I, because you know, we get like but what are what is it that people like us can do at any point? Right? Because this is not going to get better right. next next year. Or it's the just year not. after. Or the year after. Come 2022, the Democratic Party has a big choice to make. Do they concede ground to the right or do they embrace the left? Those are the only options they got left. Right. Absolutely. We'll see what happens. We'll talk more about it next time. I think we might do a... um, I think we should do like a Christmas Eve episode every down. Christmas Eve. I mean, fucking New Year's Eve. We'll record on New Year's Eve and I'll drop it like four or five days later or something. Okay. All right. Uh, that way we can talk about this, but we haven't. I can't believe it. You know, there's just so much going on. So uh, we'll see what we do. I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, I want to thank all our new listeners, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Later, guys. <laughs>